You okay? All right. Ah. Are we in this? Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Ladies and gentlemen. We are here back. No lies with Jay Malilli and Blake Steven. This is a good Sunday afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. Good evening. Good morning, wherever you are. Wherever the, the fuck you are. Uh, and whatever time of day you're listening to this. Just we, know we're having a good time. We are having a good time. How was your week? How was your... Fuck me. I've had the most interesting two, three weeks of my life. Um... My my week has been both irritating and, yeah, I think irritating and disappointing are the two words that I would describe huh. the last week. Because there's, like, my situation at work is very also unique. Okay? Yes, yeah. And I, I, it's, yeah, we're in the middle of a funding situation. If you know anything about startup culture, like... It's very interesting. It's day to day. Yes. And f- these kind of processes, they bring out people's true colors. And um, I think the thing I actually learned this week, I remember I remember an old friend of mine had made the comment. He was like, right. debt is the most powerful tool. And I never really understood what that meant until this week. I'm like, oh, I, I understand after this this very odd week of how debt can be used as something. It can be used as, are you it, talking about like a leverage kind it of situation? Can, yes, you can use debt as leverage to build a, a false sense of credibility. Like a narrative to a degree? Yeah, like of you can, you know, you can use it to your favor to say, you know, I have this much debt, so this is why I have yeah, so much yeah. skin in the game, and therefore, like, my credibility and value mean something. Um, yeah, it's very hard to explain this without going into detail, but it's it was it was, it was just very interesting to learn that lesson this week and go, oh wow, like now, mm. it was it was a new level of game in a sense, and then you begin to see yeah. people for who they really are, and 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 you and you see people's. You, you see people's true intentions and motives and priorities and ego when debt comes in the picture and how they leverage that debt to manipulate or to negotiate or whatever that yeah. is. So, um, yeah, I'd say that's that was my week. Um, and then, yeah, personal life has been kind of uneventful and... Is that a good? Is that a good thing for you at this moment to have kind of a quiet spell? Um, I I'm definitely getting a lot of stimulation from work, so I right. guess that's you know that's great. But I I do feel very bored. I just feel very bored in life right now, I and I like hate so, feeling yeah. bored. Yeah. Like everything's just kind of just predictable, or you, I'm just like I'm just not impressed. I'm like ugh, like really like. Has that has that boredom pushed you to like move the lines as as far as you want to go just to get out of that like the things you'll do mm. or you just like it, it right. will change at some point or you like I've got to keep pushing forward in different places to try and get out of this kind of boredom I think the boredom that I'm in right now is like I just understand how everything I understand how everything works around me mm. 
And not that that's a bad thing. You know, I think everyone needs some sort of stability in their life. So I don't think <clears> it's a bad thing. But at the same time, it's like, I don't feel challenged in any way. Like, I don't feel... Um, and I think that was I think that was the, the 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 most disappointing thing about my week. It was just it was sitting in a fucking conference room and knowing that you're the smartest person in the room, and that's not a good thing. You know what I'm saying? It, it was right, like, it was like yeah. I don't want to be in this <clears throat> yeah. position right now, but I'm forced to be in this position, and therefore I am having to look at the entire situation in front of me and just swallow it and yeah. almost put on like. A false hat of humility to just be like, okay, well, we're just gonna let this ride out the exact way it's going to. But even though we already know the end result, and so that's where I'm like, it's just, it's just boring. It's predictable. You're like, are you at a point going. where, let's say we, um, we jump forward like three months, right? Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Are you at a point where, in every aspect of your life, you don't know what that looks like? Um, or do you think that you, like work-wise in three months, you you could be doing five different things? See, do you know what I mean? that's definitely the place I'm in is like, I, I understand that if I continue on the path that I'm on right now without changing anything, mm-hmm. I can predict the next six to nine months. Like every single month, I can tell you exactly what's happening and what's going to happen in every capacity. And then there's this other angle of it where it's like there's a new window of opportunity where I go, if I take this window of opportunity, I can't see three months ahead of me, which taking that risk does seem very arousing right now just because it's a mm. challenge, you know, like, yeah, it's it's a new venture. It's a new thing. And so that was um, I ended up having a situation this past week where like a client for the next two months, they kind of like pulled back half the workload just so like um the engineering could keep up with what we were doing so i was like fuck like in some sense i have like a month off now Mm -hmm. and so i'm kind of looking at that time that i can use and going hmm do i create an entirely new path or do i continue to ride the one that i'm on but the one that i'm riding right now is just like it's not stimulating anyway and it was interesting because like last night i was at this party and I ran into this guy who I met at Soho House, and he at the time was working for K Swiss, like he was like their lead shoe designer Wait, or whatever. I met him. I was there when you met him. Yeah, with Carly. With, with Carly. Okay, so I ran into him last night. Oh shit! And I was like, "Hey, bro! Like, I think I met you at Soho." He goes, "Yeah, yeah." And so it was kind of an inspiring conversation because I was like, "Oh, are you still with K Swiss?" And he's like, "No, I started. Like, I'm completely on my own now, doing my own line." And I was like, "God, that must feel amazing." And he's like, "Yeah." And then he was wearing three pieces that were his own like his shoes his belt and his jacket were all his Mm -hmm. and i was like i was like i bet it feels fucking nice when someone asks you what you're wearing and you're like it's mine he goes oh no i i live for this feeling yeah so i was just like and so he goes you know what are you doing right now and i was like oh you know we launched a podcast i was like but honestly i'm in the same boat that you were a year ago where i'm like do i continue you know living this very comfortable life or you know do i take a risk and do something on my own he goes it's 2019 bro he goes you gotta do something on your own he goes it's he goes, there's nothing better than that feeling. And I was like, yeah, fuck. So you right. You right. Do you feel like this can be on the podcast or not on the podcast, but for you wanting to do something by yourself, do you know what that would be? Or mm. what would it be? It would be some, probably something creative or would it be like a bit like what, what, yeah. what would even appeal to you? 
I mean, I've, I've, I mean, we've also talked about you know taking this podcast and in the in like going on to, into video and stuff like For that. For sure. Um, so there's that whole thing, which that requires you know more hours, more work, which is that's great. And then I think from like a creative direction side of my life, there's. I think there's. I'm just seeing more and more of the opportunity. If I wanted to jump back into the freelance game, I could, instead mm-hmm. of you know working full time. Um, I just do like I like the. There's a comfortability about getting paid every two weeks, whereas like the yeah. freelance game, it's like you're always on the grind. You're always on the grind. I can't remember the last time I had a job that was paying every two weeks. Right. It it is. I've done. I did freelance for like two and a half years in San Francisco, and it was fun. But then, like, there was a moment I, like, I tapped out and I was like, okay, like, yeah, I don't like paying taxes and, like, doing all that shit. Like, it's God. Yeah. so much you got to keep up with all year. Yeah. Oh, I, I did a tax extension. I was just like, I was too lazy. <laughs> so, How was your week? My week was... You actually didn't answer that. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. Um, my week was all right. It was fine. I feel like I'm in a very similar position to you where it's just I'm kind of bored. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you well, find to go... yourself getting into trouble when you're bored? Um, I think my... As I said, I, when I asked you before about lines and stuff, I feel like I, I expand my boundaries when I'm bored. How so? When you measure like the risk of it versus the reward, when you're bored, suddenly you're more open to taking... High risk, low reward things. Like you're like, oh, I'll do it. We'll do that. We'll do this. We'll do that. Yeah. You know. So, in some in some ways, I'm actually kind of okay being bored because it's the first time I've been bored like in a while. But also, I, I'm. I think I'm pushing shit right now. I, I okay. I have a question because I was having a conversation this week and I was just like, yeah, because like even in. Like even in like dating life, like I'm like I'm, yeah. like I'm literally just bored in every fucking area of my life right now. Mm-hmm. And somebody like made the comment to me the other day. They're like, finding boredom in a relationship is actually a good thing. And I was like, how the fuck is that a good thing? Mm-hmm. I feel like if you get bored in a relationship, is that, like is that bored? Is, is the word boredom in that context is a swap out for like what do you call it? what's the fucking c word? Um, comfortable, being comfortable. That's effectively what bored is, right? Because it's not, it's like a, yeah. oh, this is here, this is here no matter what sort of situation. I feel like you can still be stimulated and comfortable at the same time. Like you can be right. very comfortable okay. with someone and yeah. very intimate with someone and then still have like stimulation between the two of you where you're like, fair, fair. You know, this is exciting. Fair. Whereas like boredom, it's kind of like, it's this state that, of that's... feeling like you've experienced all you could. Yeah. At, up to this point and you're there's like there's no excitement anymore there's right no... you kind of are like wow I'm I'm at like this is the best it's going to get yeah you know what I'm saying yeah whereas like comfortable you could be I think that's actually I think comfortable is more so the goal in a relationship but you want to become so comfortable with someone but at the same time still have that fire and that stimulation where like you don't necessarily know what's going to happen week to week but like you know you're like you know you're not gonna be bored. Like you're like this is gonna be a fun fucking life. Yeah. Because like you can be still comfortable and still have like the little surprise. Like hey, let's just get away for the weekend and like go. And you're like oh okay yeah don't okay. Because I'm kind of in this I'm in this kind of zone where 
it's kind of the first time in a while that I've just not wanted to be in a relationship. I, I actually like the feeling of not having to be responsible for someone mm. else. Mm. Finally focusing on you. For sure. So, um, and it's nothing, nothing bad about the people I dated. It's more of a personal thing. Like You just haven't yeah. done you. Yeah. So I think, that's very, um, I think that's very fair. So what are you learning, what are you learning about yourself in this process? I think I've become way more comfortable just being by myself. Hmm. Cuz like throughout the years on and off like a big I need to be doing something. I need to be yeah. Like I need to always be out or I need to be doing whatever. Like it was a it was like an irritant when I was by by myself at home. Like, mm. I, I, that would be boredom. Like, in a second, I'd be like, I need to do something, I need to do something, I need to do something, I need to do yeah. something. And now, like, I'm more comfortable in my own head, in my own thoughts. Like, just, I don't have to, like, necessarily do anything, you know? Right. I think that's the, the flip side of where I'm at is I find, I find that I am now bored being alone. Right. Because I'm just, like... It's been a lot longer than you, though. I haven't. I've been single for years, for sure. years okay, and years for sure, and years. Yeah. So, like, I have, I, yeah, not really. I haven't been in, a, in an official relationship in probably like, at least ten years. Right. There's like flings that have come and gone, but for like sure. nothing like that stuck. So to I me, I'm like, like, I'm like now ready to like, yeah, find I, I mean, more I, stimulation. Yeah, I mean, I I understand that, and it's, I'm not saying that I don't get fidgety and I don't want to do stuff but right. I'm just like be- way better at handling that yeah like I still get those like fuck I want to do something but like I'm just better at just being like eh. <laughs> it's yeah. alright yeah yeah it, it is it's... and it's also very fluid too like this yeah <laughs> in three weeks we could be talking about it and I could be like actually I kind of want to start dating someone now Right. You know what I mean? that's just, <laughs> right. We're just talking about in this moment on this Sunday Let's afternoon. Just say it's Sunday. This is how we feel. It's uh, April 28th. Right. right. So. But then the next episode, I can be dating seven people again. So, you know, it just, you never know what could happen. So, I've like, dealt with a lot of things this year. Mm-hmm. And I've also never, not, and now I'm just a very calm individual. Hmm. Like, it you I used to get very irritated very quickly, um, if things didn't go a certain way or like, I don't know. I was just could be irritable pretty fast. Right. Now I'm kind of I'm way more relaxed. I'm way more just flowing a little bit. Just do it right. whatever I want to do. Just go and do it. I'm yeah. also at a point where I just don't want to be doing Instagram anymore. Like. That's just not fun. Right, right, right. You're like, I, yeah, you, you're same position. And people are people. Some people are like, oh, where have you been? You haven't. Been? I'm like, I'm just trying to like do some live my life, do some shit. Right. I'm just trying to do me. Yeah. I'm trying to do that single game. Just fucking figure me out. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. There's also this thing in my life where I'm just like, I want a new game to play. Like, I want a new challenge. I want a new, you know, like. I want to be stimulated in an area of growth that I haven't been yet. And I feel like that's the place in my life where like I look around me and I think there's like so many 
things that are like predictable or like games that you're like, I just yeah. know how this is going to go for the next six to nine months if I do this or like in this relationship. Like I know this, how this is going to pan out. So like, and then so then the question I have to ask myself is not, and because I know this comes across a lot of times the way I handle situations is that yeah. it becomes like I have an ego trip. But at the same time, that's not necessarily not true. But there comes a point where you're like, what growth am I going to get out of this if I continue in this the next nine months because I already yeah. know how it's going to end? And I yeah. think now I'm at a place in my life where I'm like, if it's not bringing real growth to me or this relationship isn't bringing the utmost of value and growth, like, what am I fucking doing right yeah. now? Like. Why are like like what yeah. do, what do we actually and so I, I literally was like last night like on this rooftop and like a friend of mine like tried to make this like power statement to me and like this moment of just like you do realize the only reason you're here is because of me and I was like what are we doing like you know I'm like what like I know how this game is going to play out now for the next nine months just because of what you said and like I don't care anymore you know it's like I don't. I'm bored. But I think that's I think that's ultimately the question I ask in my life right now is like not that doing life isn't fun, but like I look at it through this second lens of like what am I actually going to get out of this situation and how am I going to grow as an individual if I continue down this rabbit hole with you? And so when you yeah. already know how to yeah. predict the weather, you know how to ride the storm out. Yeah. And I'm like, can we go to like Bali and discover a new storm cuz you know I'm bored. I don't know how... I feel like it's probably the wrong phrasing. Okay. But I'm at the point now where I just want to feel something new. Ugh, same. Like, I'm just like, like I give me something new. No matter what... I feel in this position where no matter what I do, like, I'm feeling... I'm always feeling the same feelings, just in a different this, way. Okay, we're, we're diving into this motherfucking topic of violence. This is a good liaison for this. Okay? Beautiful. There are some times when daddy gets bored... I I lose my motherfucking mind. I truly do. I lose my fucking mind. And right. I will do anything and push any fucking boundary to like create some sort of like new outcome. Because sure. I'm just like, now this is all predictable. So talking about the idea of violence, I think that sometimes violence is necessary in order to like change the outcome. Change the outcome in a way that like is no longer predictable and it's like a new stimulation. It's like, I'm just going to drop a few fucking bombs here because like the next nine months are just pathetic. So we need to like almost, yeah. it's like, it's like, it, it, this is a very nerdy thing to say. It's like, do you know the, like the plan, like if, if the earth gets like a meteor coming towards it, yeah, the plan is that you blow up one part of it and, di and divert it and it goes on a different path. Right, 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 right. It's essentially that. That's you're, exactly you're just You're just blowing something up to change the direction, to right. change that angle. To change the wind. Yeah. And it was like a quote I told, you know, there was a situation, I was staying in the bar with this guy and he just read the situation entirely wrong and I just looked at him and I was like, there are two people in this world, there are people that ride the wave and there are people that control the ocean. I am bored with people that can ride the wave because you yeah. might be all fucking cocky as you're surfing that fucking huge ass wave, but I'm sitting there going like, I created the wave that you were riding on. Yeah. So what the fuck are we doing? And that's yeah. when I'm like, you almost got to throw a torpedo in the fucking water and go, let's just like completely disintegrate this mm. and start a new game. 
Like, let's yeah. just start over. That's and, honest. Yeah. And I feel like that, I think that was another thing that, that over the last like two weeks that I had to deal with is like there was a situation that I was like, no, this is going in the wrong direction and light a match and walk away. And I was like, let's just see how like, no, you have to change directions of the ship. Yeah. When you're, it's like, no, there's an iceberg coming ahead of us. And like, we need to fucking deal <laughs> We're with not this. the Titanic. We're I'm not a Titanic, yeah. bitch. Like, no, yeah. we're going to turn this ship real quick because daddy's not going to head into that. Yeah. So I think strategic violence sometimes is necessary. But okay. when it's reckless violence, it, it makes it has to check the ego immediately and go, what are we actually doing here? What the fuck is the end game? What is what is the value and the growth we're getting out of this? And if we're not getting any value or growth, what are we doing here? Then we're not doing anything. Yeah, we're just being reckless. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. I'm not gonna jump into real violence. Okay. Were you ever a violent person? Um, like, I didn't beat anyone up, but I always from I remember like 12 years old. I actually have this like written in my fucking diary. I haven't read my diary from when I was 12, and it scared the shit out of me because I was like, wow, some things don't really change, but. <laughs> One of the things was, is like, I just never believed in physical violence, like beating someone up or like getting in a fight. There was only once in my life that that happened. And thank God I didn't get to the place of like me actually putting hands on someone because I just, I, I don't think I would have, I don't think I had self-control in that situation. But right. I was always under, and still am, under the mindset of like, I will kill you without touching you. Like mentally, like mental I would... I know how to just rip someone to pieces. And so I'm like, okay, like you want to play this cute fucking game? We'll play this little game. And I remember I got my eighth grade science teacher fired because she pissed oh. me off. Yeah, shout out to the first episode, wasn't it? Yeah. And, it was, yeah. and so it was just this moment like when she insulted me, like when she did, that's honestly the thing. It's like, I don't care if you don't like me. I don't care if you don't fuck with me. But like, I will still have respect for people and I will show respect for people if I don't like them. It's like, and so when there's not that mutual respect, I take that shit very personally. It's probably because I'm Italian. So I felt like when she disrespected me like that, it was just kind of like, I'm going to annihilate you. Yeah. And I remember just making that one line statement before I left the classroom. Like, you just made the biggest mistake of your career and walked out. And three days later, she was fired. And so that... That is how I was violent as a kid. I was violent in different ways. You you were like, <laughs> yeah. There's something. There's something way more sinister about destroying someone just through words. Oh right, a physical thing is like physical things you can repair. Right, and if you're not gonna beat someone up for the sake of like a lifetime thing, then okay like whatever you hit me in the face great that's kind of where like i've had someone hit me and it actually made the situation worse because i just started laughing and it was this moment of like looking at him and going you just lost control when of was, this entire situation this was like um this was around the time i was like 18 or 19 i had made a joke about someone um I, this was is, it a good joke? It, it, it was a good joke. I, I made a, a joke about this guy being retarded and did not understand that the context of who I was talking you to. You like, told me about this. Yes, and he, his brother was actually mentally retarded and like he swung at me. And it was one of those moments I was like, 
fearful and then laughed at the same time because I was like, oh shit, like you you just lost control over this situation. But like I also fucked up because I didn't really realize that I crossed this line. I have never been beat up. Have you ever been beat up? Uh no. Never in your life? You never had like beat up or someone hit you or something? Uh yeah, I've gotten fights, but I've never been beat up. I also used to play rugby at school, which is quite an aggressive game. Okay. So So you're probably like body language and energy already puts off this like yeah, And also really like you there. if we like we we used to play teams and we would genuinely hate the other team. Like rival schools and shit. And you could just tackle them to the ground and like you could break someone's ribs and it's part of the game. Oh. Damn. Like it's not like rugby's like American football with or football with no helmet, no body, like no like whatever you guys protective shit, and you're running at like twenty miles an hour into each other. Shit. Okay. Yeah, we'd have fights at rugby. That used to be the like like the war zone because you could get away with it. Fuck, I love that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like sitting on this. Okay, so I'm sitting on this roof yesterday, and you're and I'm I'm face I'm dealing with a situation where I'm like. Do I even engage right now? Like, is this even worth engaging? Because I know how this is going to pan out. And, like, this battle is just not really fucking worth it. And then I was reminded of that, like, as I'm standing there listening, like, watching this whole situation play out, I was reminded of that moment in House of Cards when Frank, you know, is sitting in the living room and he looks at the camera and um, he makes the statement... He's like, humility is their form of pride. It is their strength. It is their weakness. And if you can humble yourself before them, they will do anything you ask. And like, there comes a moment where you're just like, you know, I don't really want, I don't really want this fight. So I'm just going to play the humility card and diffuse this whole thing and let you win here because it doesn't need to continue. But later down the road, I will collect my bill when I need it. And this is the No Lies podcast. Right. Once again, it's bringing like you the truth. Going, yeah, just don't be... Don't fucking... I don't like a competition when there doesn't need to be a competition. You know? It's like that old quote, like, all is fair in love and war. And I'm like, no, bitch. You don't want me to go there. Because if you make this a competition or you make this a thing... Yeah. Like... It, there's not going to be an end to it. And it's going to end in flames. Because it's just, it's the violence of the game. Once again, this is the No Lies podcast. <laughs> <laughs> high stakes, high rewards. Is intelligence or wisdom more useful? <sighs> um, I think it depends on the situation. To you, in your life. Um... Okay, so I will say I have an example in this past week for both. Okay? Beautiful. Um, that I was I was dealing with some like person. Okay, so let's, let's, in the context of business. Sure. I think in the context of this past week and like some of the things I had to deal with and like maneuver, it was intelligence. Would have is the thing to help navigate that situation because right. intelligence is the thing that brings truth and also like I think is more 
is more beneficial when the path should be clear. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's a situation. We just need intelligence because we need this certain result. And so you, you need to have that. Then wisdom to me is more of like a navigational thing. Whereas like I was dealing with like a personal relationship issue, you know, this past week. And like Friday, I was like, okay, like I just need to resolve this. And so you, you walk into a situ situation right like that. Intelligence doesn't matter as much as wisdom. And so right. what I mean by that is like there are certain situations when you walk into dealing with a conflict between relationships and you need wisdom because sometimes you need to sit back and take a wrong mm -hmm. because it's what's best for the outcome of the situation. Like it's, right. you know, it, that's, it goes back to the whole like choosing your battles thing. Yeah. You need wisdom to choose your battles. You need intelligence to win the fight. So if you had to only go forward with one, um, well, oh, fuck, I don't, I think I would say wisdom maybe more because wisdom still intelligence is based on what you know and wisdom is based on is more so based on like calculation, mm -hmm. um, calculation or, you know, measuring risk and reward. So you might not understand the situation that well it might not have all the intelligence to you know to fully diagnose you know what's happening in the situation yeah. yeah but if you have good wisdom then you can make a very well trustworthy you know decision or calculation in what you should do next without having the intelligence does that make sense yeah just about we got there yeah okay yeah yeah for sure that was like I like I mean going back to like even like bible things like with like the yeah. whole solomon story oh okay with yeah. like the women with like the two the two kids or, or, or the, the the two mothers that were claiming you know that this yeah. is my child and so he you know how do you in a situation decide who's actually telling the truth and who's not and so again you know bringing back this you know to violence he's like cut the fucking baby in half and y'all can have the legs and one can have the head well, the only one in that situation that's going to bow out quick is the true mother because she doesn't want to see her child killed. Right. So ego is going to come over the one that, you know, is trying to win. Yeah. Win the battle. And so that to me is a moment of wisdom and not intelligence or not like intelligence. I feel, like, I feel intelligence is seeing a situation and wisdom is reading a situation. Boom. The No Lies podcast once again. The No I said, Lies. I said no one, lies, I said one sentence in three minutes. I think this might be my favorite episode so far. I've got a good question for you. Okay. What two questions would you ask to get the most information about who a person truly is? Oh, God. This is me dating in LA. Um, First of all, I know this is why I asked the question, guys. I'm there's, what, what is it? It's two questions? What, what two questions would you ask to get the most information about who a person truly is? What did you learn from your last relationship? I'll never ask them how long or like what they're... I'll oh, never ask that, about an ex. Okay, good question. I'll never ask about an ex, but what I'll ask them is, what did you learn about yourself based on your last relationship? Fair. And that answer, oh my God, it just reveals everything. Everything. Mm. Um, is, that a, is that a first date question? Or is that like a... It's... I, I, I say it's in the one two date range, but right. you, but that question you have to ask it in a way where it's very lighthearted, 
but it gives the opportunity for depth. So like I will like craft yeah. the entire conversation to eventually get there to ask that question. Like that's where I say is like there's like there's usually two or three questions walking into a date where I'm like I'm going to ask these three things, but I'm going to do it in a way that they don't even realize that I'm asking. Yeah. And so then it ends up revealing to me like, oh, okay. Like, for example, the last, one of the last times I asked this question, the guy immediately responds and goes, I realized I was dating for all the wrong reasons. Wow. Sure. Okay. Like, that's a fucking telling answer. Now I can take this into 50 different ways. Yeah. So then it's like, there isn't now a level of self-awareness about who you are, which is good. Mm -hmm. But then now there's the question of, who are you and what do you want? Because that was the only reason you were in that situation to begin with. Right. So then you start looking, then I, you know, shift my gears and I'm like, now I'm going to ask questions based on their future, what they're going, where they want, what are based on their ambition. And so then when I like shift gears and go in that direction, it's like between those two little questions, I can tell you how the next nine months of this relationship is going to pan out because now I know who you are and how you operate. Yeah. And so I'm, I, I, I ask questions to, to really gauge their self-value. Like, do you value yourself? And like, are you living life for the sake of like growth, you know, and prosperity and, you know, you know, yeah, leveling sure. the fuck up. For sure. And so you're like, oh. And so there's a lot of times you get disappointed because you're just like, oh, wow, okay. I mean, even in a statement like that where it's like, you know, I realized I was dating for the wrong reasons. Okay, well, based on the timeline you originally gave, it was like a year ago. That's not really going to change that much in a year. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, I, I look at the situation. I'm like, yeah, this is going to fizzle out in like two weeks. And sure enough, like it did. Yeah. So you're like, okay, this is. Yeah. I think another thing I ask too is is usually based on like, um, like what's next for you? Like, Interesting. Like, yeah. where you, like where are you going? Like what's next for you? Um. And, so, and anyone that says, I don't know, I'm like, fuck, bitch. Like, I, what, what are we doing? If you yeah. ask me that question, what's next for you? Like, I will legitimately have three or four answers that I'm like, yeah. here's the options. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, okay. Like, this motherfucker knows where he's going. Mm-hmm. Or, has a, or has a fucking plan. Yeah. Or if you got options, that's even better. I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah. I like a bitch with options. For like, sure. ooh, now let's weigh the consequences and the value yeah. of all of these and, like, yeah. get into some real fucking fun conversations. Um, yeah. Do you have any questions? Do you have two questions that you ask? I always ask, like, how did you get here? Huh. Because. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's very interesting to me what that question means to different people. Yeah, same. Especially with the context of just L.A. Yeah. Like, how, how did you end up in L.A.? Yeah. And you, uh, that question tells you what's important to them, too. Oh, for sure, yeah. You know? I don't know if I have, like, a second one. It also, it also dictates, another, again, whether or not they know what they want. Yeah. Because you can then see in that one question like that, you're like, you came... You There's two types of people that come to L.A. There's either people that know what they want or mm-hmm. people that are trying to find themselves. Yeah. And so depending on how you, how you answer that question, you immediately, like put a number on your head you're like oh they're gonna last here two years For five sure. years or ten years like got it yeah but if someone asked you that what would you say how did i get here yeah um i was working in san francisco for five years loved it probably i'll probably end up dying there i love that city but mm-hmm. my boss at the time was like you need to go to la 
He goes, you belong in LA and you're going to go try for a year. It's, yeah. gonna, it's the game that you need to play. And so I left. I came to LA. And I've been here for two years. And I'm like, no, daddy will be here for five that's more. It. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a lot of fun in this town. Also, it was just, it's a lot of fun for me in a sense. My boss knew that because he was just like, the only thing here is tech. And like, you yeah. already like had your fun. LA, there's like, you know, 10 different yeah. amazing industries to just like dabble in. So I was like, oh, okay, let's go play the game. So, I mean, like right now I'm, you know, I'm working in tech, music, and cannabis, and fashion. Fashion, yeah. So it's like I, I can just do so many different things here. At yeah. Once. Yeah, so, for sure. That's why I'm here. Why are you here? <laughs> um, I came here because it was always my dream too. And I graduated college and I jumped on a plane. And the final destination when I jumped on the plane was always here. Hmm. This was the last city I planned to come to because I knew I'd want to stay when I got here. And I am still here five years later. A man full of dreams in his head and his mm-hmm. final destination. Yep. If I didn't know who you were, I'd be like, wow, all right, that's a good fucking answer. Let's just keep this one going. Yeah. It's also a good positive answer, too. It's nothing too negative. About yeah, it. yeah. Like, but it also has a little bit of a darkness to it that I'm like, yeah. oh, I want to hear about this. Not only do I want to hear about the journey itself, but like, what are we building at yeah. this final destination? It was my kind of my thing to be like, I want to be in LA by the time I'm 30. Hmm. Because like, okay. it's also like different need of visas and shit. Like, can't yeah, actually yeah. have like a job um so i got here this was way earlier than i ex- i expected way earlier okay what's the most violent thing that's ever happened to you emotionally um i'd say we'll do it in the last like five years to make this like okay just to keep it relevant one when I broke up with my first girlfriend here, um, like we were like living together, and I didn't have a visa or anything yet, mm-hmm. so my life was my life was like up in the air. Like I didn't have a place to didn't have a place to stay, didn't have a job, didn't have a visa, and I'm also halfway around the world. Mm-hmm. And I went I like I went into such a dark place. Wow, I must have been in that place for like a couple months. Just get comfortable there. Like in that relationship? No, in that darkness. Um, Sometimes there's a certain kind of sadness that you can get addicted to. It's... I don't know know if I'd use the word addicted, but it was definitely like... It was... It kind of wrapped me up. Yeah? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like how I'd phrase it. Um, Yeah, it took a lot for me to get out of that. I don't know. I felt um, so. I've never felt more alone in a in a in a sense. I'll, I think I went, I went back to London for. I think it was like two three months or whatever, because I had tourist visa, and that that kind of allowed me to get out of it, just escaping, mm-hmm. and then hanging out with old friends and stuff, and then I flew back, um, and I was fine. But like that whole period was very dark. Have you ever had, when was the last time you had like a dark, a dark time? Oh my God, I'll let you know when it's over. <laughs> no. Legendary <laughs> fucking answer. Um, there was a brief, like, there was a brief blip, like the first two, three, the two months of me being here in LA, that it was very dark. 
I had literally just blown through all my fucking savings. Right. You know, my my runway, my mm-hmm. salary, you know, when you quit your job, I'm like, okay, I got six months. That's gone because mm-hmm. I, you know, I lost like 60 grand out of that whole thing. And so then I moved to LA in the exact opposite way that I wanted to. Like broke, all my accounts were overdrawn like by like $500. My credit cards were maxed out and I was like, daddy has is dead ass fucking broke. And so there was this moment and I had just moved everything to LA and everything kind of just happened at the same time. And there was this moment of just like, fuck no. Like I am not, I did not move here to fail. And, um, you know, it was, it was, it took about a month and a half for me to snap the fuck out of it and then do exactly what I needed to do. And then that was how I met Will. You know, I landed the job within like a week and I was like, no, we're back in the fucking game here. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this anymore. That was probably, but that was also like a flex of what I went through in San Francisco. Like when my mother had cancer, when my roommate was arrested by the FBI, when we were launching that company and I became homeless overnight because I lost my house that I was living in. That was a very dark season because everything was just, I felt completely alone. Yeah. And I had no one that I could truly rely on. And then luckily at the time, like my friend Sean and Savannah, like they let me stay with them. And that was really like the only person I had to hold their hand in that situation. So that, and that ended up lasting a long time because I went after I got out of that situation and then landed on my feet in January I was just in a dark place with my current job and I realized I did not have the control or the freedom creatively to do what I wanted to do. And so I was being forced to work on and create shit that was not me. Right. And so I quit my job with no fucking savings because I felt like I had to be, you know, true to myself. I mean, there was a couple of weeks there. Like I remember I had no fucking money and I was literally eating rice, just rice. I ordered a 15 pound bag of rice and I ate that for like two, three weeks. So I was like, I am not going to fail. And then that was when I got my job at Vivo. And that was probably like a solid, it was like a six months of just like, I am here in San Francisco alone. And so many of my yeah. friends had just moved away and it was just like, fuck. And I remembered it. And there's like that moment when you look yourself in the mirror and you're like, if you don't come out on the other side of this, you're going to be a story that people talk about. You're going to be, you know, a conversation of failure. And that was just not an option to me. And so it's it's just like when you, when you face, I think when you face those, I think darkness is good. Like you need to have dark moments because they challenge your own strength. And so there's that moment you look in the mirror and you're like, what's going to be the other side of this story? Are you going to fucking fail? Yeah. And to some people you're going to be, you're going to validate. They're like, ha ha, he couldn't do it. I said, or do you level the fuck up and stand up like a man and take this shit straight on by the horns and come out with a better outcome? So then on the other side of this, people are like, damn, like you did something. And that was when Vivo happened. And I was like, that was a childhood, like I was like a childhood bucket list job. Yeah. And I was just like, huh, interesting. So I think it's like in those moments of like darkness too, what they have also taught me is like you, you have to trust your gut just as much as you trust the universe is going to work for you. If those two are just equally as in sync, like there's nothing that you can't get. Yeah. And so then by the time like will happened, I was just like, wow, I've literally done everything I ever said I would up to this point. So now I got to dream bigger. 
Yeah, it's kind of funny when you reach your goals quicker. Right. Darkness has a way of refining you if you allow it to. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people allow it to break them. Or they get comfortable well, the in that way, place. The way I would phrase it is that darkness can refine you, but there's also people who will allow the darkness to define them. Sure. You know? Yeah. It can have an impact on you or it can be you. Yeah. It kind of asks how it, you know, normally how it works out. Yeah. But yeah, right now I'm living in a very, like, clear skies, L.A. weather. I feel like I'm an autopilot. So I don't feel like I'm in bad days. I've had, like, a little, I had a rain, so the last, like, two weeks I had a little rainstorm I had to deal with. Yeah. But, like. A little thunder and lightning. Yeah. A little thunder and lightning here and there, but yeah. we cleared that up. So. What, what do you think your future self will remember about you now? Now is in like this season. What will your future self when you're like, what were you doing in 2019? What will your future self remind like remember about you? I truly understood and felt my full worth for the first time. This this year it was just like, no, this is my fucking year. And it was just like, I'm going to own this shit. And yeah, it's been an incredible year. So I think this is like the start of like, yeah, this is my 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 new it's it's just new vibes new vibes for sure i feel like i'm stable i feel like i'm an adult i like i'm at the place where i'm like i'm excited to turn 30 i turned 29 in august but i'm like excited as fuck to turn 30 because i'm just like hell yeah like i'm here like i'm fucking here like we've lived a good life we've had a you know solid 28 years so far and the idea of getting older and the idea of moving forward actually brings me like excitement. Hmm. I'm very curious to ask you the same thing. Like, what is like looking back on yourself ten years from now? What is twenty? Oh, like, what I, is this year? Um, I would say that was the first time I valued time. Hmm. Hmm. This was the first year you valued the first. Time. The first year. That's a better way of putting it. The first year that I like valued time. I felt that I've always been in a rush. And I, I was always going from one thing to the next thing. I was kind of always kind of panicking about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and like this year, I've had more shit on my plate than I've ever had. But I'm way more common than I've ever been. Do you think it's also an angle of like learning patience? It's And being patient with time to just let for it. Sure. Just like, for sure. It's almost like you're enjoying patience. Actually yeah. enjoying it though. I'm beginning to appreciate the journey, not the destination more. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Used to always be about the end result, not the actual process of that. I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of enjoying finding myself, enjoying finding like because you're at the destination. Yeah, is happiness just chemicals flowing through your brain, or something more? Oof. Yeah, I think it's something more. Um, but it, I think maybe it also could be a little bit of both. <laughs> Actually, in a way. After I just took another hit, I'm like, wait a minute. Actually, how do I separate these two? Yeah. I think, okay, here's um, how I would answer it. Okay. Yeah, you go first. I think it is just chemicals in our brain, but the way we, but it's our brain, so it's something more to us. But the reality of it for me is that it's just chemicals in the brain. But yeah. to us, it means more than that. When was the last time you were truly surprised? Oh, God. Okay. Um... There was this like weird 
relationship I was in where like he was straight. Okay, it was just it was a very weird thing. I I, I a lot of times refer to him as an ex because like it's just the easiest way to like yes. sum up that chapter of my life. Understood. There was a moment in which he he was he was handling business in Mexico. And we were like sitting there texting, you know, just like all day, you know, just like normal, like, you know, everyday texting conversation. And all of a sudden, like that evening, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in my, I'm sitting in my apartment, like watching American Horror Story. And like, I get a knock on the door and I open the door and he's standing right there. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I was just like, I, I literally could not even speak because there were so many things running through my head in that one moment to go like. I was like, what are you doing? And he was just like, well, you know, like I was, he goes, I was in Mexico and I was flying back. I had a layover in San Francisco and I was like, why the fuck would I be stopping San Francisco without seeing my best friend? So get your shoes on. We're going to dinner. And I was just like, fuck. Yeah. It was a moment where I was wow. like, I was genuinely shocked because it was a move that no one's ever made on me. It was a move that like, it was so unpredictable that like I didn't even know how the next seven hours of my life were even gonna go. I had no idea. I was like, fuck, this is I am not in control of this. And did you like that feeling? I loved that feeling. Do you I miss fucking, that feeling? Yes. And that relationship honestly set the bar in a lot of very like um in a lot of very like big ways because it was it was like a healthy tension in a sense mm. where like it's always nice yeah where we were both in control of what was happening but there was also this like element of surprise that came with like moments like that and i was like i don't know how the next 7 hours are going to like unfold and i love that feeling yeah i i love not knowing what's going to happen next that is when we're but 20- it's very rare yeah. that that happens yeah most and that's where I go like that's truly the last time I was ever surprised in my life. Everything else I'm like, yeah, that was predictable. Actually, there was one time I was recently surprised, and there was a there was a girl that we went to junior high together, but we weren't close. And recently we had um, we were at my friend's. Actually, mm-hmm. Yeah, you met her actually that weekend, and so we had a that Saturday night we were just kind of up late and everyone passed out around us, and we had this conversation of just. It was, it was a conversation of like, I see you right. for who you really are. And at the same time, it was a moment of surprise because it that conversation and that person really made me um, rethink a lot of my past. And right. Like decisions I had made on relationships because I was like, damn, like you really surprised the fuck out of me. And I wish I would have like invested in this relationship way earlier. But it was just so that was kind of like a surprise of just like damn like you are not who I thought you were and you are ten times what the expectations could have met. And so yeah, that was that's a, kind of a rare thing that you think that about someone in a positive light. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I've, I have never said that about anyone. I don't think in a very very long time. So yeah, that was, those are my two last pleasant surprises. When was your last present surprise? Or have you been surprised? <laughs> um, I feel like I haven't been surprised in a while. When I was with my first uh, ex here, I was in London, and then she just turned up at my like mm. house in London one day. Yeah, and like was texting me 
as if she was an ally. <coughs> yeah, same story. Yeah, yeah. And then literally I got a knock on the door and went downstairs and she was standing with a bag at the like yeah. at my place in London. Like that was that's that was like a surprise as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'll violence. sum it up in this way. Mm-hmm. That whole thing when she arrived at my place mm-hmm. is one of the only times in my life where I felt like magic. Oh god. I know. <laughs> I know. It's, I know. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. That magical feeling. And you have and it's like yeah. it's like you're floating three inches off the ground. It's like you don't know what's going on. I mean, actually, I don't really, I've never really had a bad ending to a relationship. I don't like things like that to be messy. Yeah, I don't like things to be messy when there's still respect there. And that was what I'll say, like, walking yeah. away from that relationship. Like, because of that magic and because of everything that, like, happened the way it did, there was, like, a level of respect that, like, walking away from that relationship, I was like, I still respect this human yeah greatly and so you're like this doesn't need to be messy like we can just accept the the good of what it was let's accept the magic let's remember those things and then what we have become yeah we can just let go of that slowly over time and that's where i'm like i don't yeah i always find it and that's another thing i always find as a red flag too when when someone's like they're not friends with their ex i'm like why what or Why I mean it doesn't so I mean it doesn't be friends but like you just or someone who just or cordial or respectful you know what yeah I'm or someone who just gets who just you know snaps when you mention an ex yeah 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 like if yeah if if we mention your ex and like your eyes change I'm gonna be like what what the fuck went wrong yeah and are you just not that mature enough to for handle, sure like, yeah yeah all right should we tie this one up put it in a bow <laughs> Jamie Lily it has as always been a pleasure. We are here, no lies. No lies. Uh, talking about violence. <coughs> um, actually, I saw a few comments in like DMs and shit of people that were like, "How do we? How do they ask questions?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Either just like DM us or like DM the show's account. Like yeah, DM, DM the show's yeah, account. Yeah, DM that. at No Lies Show on Instagram. Like DM yeah. the show account so we can like keep track of questions and then go from there. But yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit us up on the gram. All right, let's watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, bye. Bye.